0: Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2017 Week 8, which began on February 20th and ended on February 22nd. This episode I'll be covering Raw, episode 1,239, SmackDown, episode 914, 205 Live, episode 13, NXT, 379, and Main Event 230. Um, this, This week is pretty good. My favorite show of the week... Was talking smack. Uh, it made me laugh the entire time. Um, it was, it was, it was great. It was, it was really good. Um, really funny. Uh, great interviews. Uh, great moments between Renee and Daniel and AJ and everybody else who's who's on the episode. Great, great stuff. If nothing else, this week. Check out Talking Smack. And it's a testament to how good it was that it had me laughing the whole time, like hours after I lost one of my pets. Um, I had three degus. They're kind of like chinchillas. They're uh, bush-tailed mice. Look them up. They're adorable. Um, not mine, but degus in general. They, they, they all look the same. And uh, one of mine passed away uh last wednesday uh right before i got caught up on all of all of the week's shows so uh yeah rest in peace Maxine and also awesome job talking smack for making my day that day not quite so awful um uh, okay so enough about that uh let's go down down the list of all my notes, I'm having a hard time seeing right now. It's weird. It's like, maybe I may need more sleep. I also went out of town this weekend. That's why this episode is late. Um, if you are listening to it right when it comes out. Um, so that, that that's... I Normally, I try to get this out on Friday. But I'm recording this on Monday instead. So what's going to happen tonight on Raw... Uh, all kinds of setup. The remaining setup for Fastlane. I think we know all of the matches that are happening. So it's kind of like a filler episode more or less. I think we're going to see Goldberg perhaps respond to uh, whoever. It's like a, a weekly... I think I talked about this like two weeks ago. There's. A, it's a weekly messaging system that we have one person talk one week and then we wait for the response the next week etc 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 um whereas if if it was pre-brand split they'd respond the next night on on smackdown not the next night but two nights three nights later anyway um actually i guess it pro- they probably wouldn't do that with Goldberg and, and Brock Lesnar, they would have them both on Raw, trading off just as they are now. Anyhow, uh, the the show opens with the fallout of the Festival of Friendship. The spotlights on Kevin. The wrestling arena is dark, and uh, he he delivers an an excellent excellent speech about Goldberg, and how he's going to beat Goldberg, not by beating him, but by outsmarting him by outlasting him by he's going to survive outwit outlast outplay that's this the kevin owens way he'd do great on survivor we haven't had i don't think there have been any pro wrestlers on survivor we have had uh robbie and uh, i forget his partner's name from uh tna they were on there a, a couple of years ago but uh, they're on the Amazing Race, that is. But uh, we haven't had any, any professional wrestlers on Survivor yet. Yet, now who would be a great? Well, if obviously Kevin Owens. He's talking about outwitting, outlasting, um, outplaying. Um, but who else would be great on on an island in an island environment in that game specifically? AJ Styles, I think, would do pretty well. Um, he he would be a lot of fun to watch interacting with everybody, and uh, I think Xavier Woods would do really well from the gaming side of things. He would do great in the puzzles, and obviously do great in the physical challenge as well. So Xavier Woods, I'm I'm putting this message out there you you, you got to get on survivor one of these days because that would be awesome that'd be pretty awesome but that's probably not gonna happen not not in the near future anyway survivor is gonna go on for like 500 more episodes probably the 500th episode is the premiere of this coming season in like 10 days a week and a half from now um okay back to uh kevin he's talked he says uh superheroes don't exist and uh, you said you're next. Well, you're nothing. And then uh, he addressed Jericho right at the end by just tossing his mic. He's like, Chris Jericho? plop, plop, plop That's the mic, the tumbling across the ring. Um, we had a match between Cesaro and Sheamus versus the um, those two guys, Enzo and Cass. I watched the Hulu version of this show. I think this might have been the first time. I've seen Enzo and Cass' opening cut out. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. But usually if they have a match that's included on there, they'll keep in their uh, hype up beforehand. But uh, that's not the case this week. There's more important stuff to get to. And uh, from what it seemed like, uh, people were not digging it anyway. So it makes sense. Anyway, somehow, somehow Cass pin cesaro for the wind uh there was a little bit of a distraction by enzo which uh gave him the opportunity i think he got him with a big boot uh and uh yeah enzo and Cass have the tag team championship match oh i'm running out of disk space hopefully not on this no not on this hard drive we're good um they have the championship match against the club. The the tag team division on well on both shows is is not great right now. Like it's I'm not invested in either of them and they're not having very good matches really. Oh, well, actually I ch SmackDown's a whole different story. Smackdown is, is getting great again. Um with the whole thing into Illumination Chamber though, that's build-up was kind of weird was there a ta- was there even a tag team match i don't remember i don't remember it yeah there was but i do not remember it anyway um yeah enzo and Cass championship match with with the bullet club or sorry the club gallows and anderson Uh, Obviously, Gallows and Anderson are going to win. How could they possibly lose? If they do lose, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But uh, while this is happening for the number one contendership, oh, you know what? They're going to be – it's going to be Cesaro and Sheamus versus uh, Gallows and Anderson at WrestleMania. They have to prolong that a little bit, which uh, could be an incredible match. I hope it's going to be an incredible match. Um but yeah, I don't see Enzo and Cass defending championships at WrestleMania. So there's no way they're they're going to win at Fastlane. Um but yeah, we have Roman Roman Reigns going in these into these handicap matches against the tag team champions. What's going on with that? Why? 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 But at least they're disqualified, or actually Roman was disqualified for uh, using a chair against them. But the chair was originally brought out by Carl Anderson, who intended to use it on Reigns. But uh, Reigns picks it up. Well, he fends it off and then picks it up and decides, all right, well, I'm going to beat up these guys. What? Why? Why? Why are you... Why is this interaction happening? I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe. We'll have a triple threat tag team match. Because who is Roman Reigns going to be fighting against at WrestleMania? I don't think it's been set yet. So maybe. Rome, no, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Never mind. Never mind. Because Seth is in a match if he is uh, well again by then. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that happens. Uh, but before that, we got a brogue kick to Enzo's face right in the kisser, uh, when he's chanting kryptonite, kryptonite, kryptonite to the Swedish Superman, the Swiss, not the Swedish, the Swiss Superman, ah, Cesaro, um, and we get a, a thank you Seamus chant. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Seamus, indeed, for for kicking that uh, smack talk or sky, whatever. I don't remember his his whole, whole thing. Because it got cut out of this episode, so I haven't seen it recently. Um, okay, so let's move on. We had uh, Neville and Jack Gallagher with their contract signing. Neville initially just comes out there, signs it, and go, leaves right away. But uh, then Jack stirs things up. Uh, Neville goes back in there and then they uh they brawl. Oh well, Neville calls him a character, a cartoon. He's not real. He's a joke. He's he's just a a stereotype of what people think English people are. And uh so they brawl and uh Jack stands tall in the ring with Willem the Third. And uh yeah, I'm really excited for this match. I think it could be The best match of the night that that's what i'm expecting i'm hoping for that this is the best match of the night i don't even care which one of them wins it'd be amazing if jack gallagher wins but if neville really is the king of the cruiserweights oh someone to say there's a thread i yeah neville really is like vegeta um this thread about uh how Neville is the Vegeta of the w w e and if that's the case then uh goku Jack Gallagher is goku he's kind of silly a lot of the time, but when things get serious with when things go down, he is deadly serious and he will kill you he can kill you with an umbrella or whatever or chopsticks or whatever is is available i don't think goku's ever attacked somebody with chopsticks like poking him in their eye no he he uses his fists his fists and his feet and his head sometimes and then energy blasts which in jack gallagher's case would be his umbrella um up next we have stephanie Encouraging Bailey to relinquish the title. Ugh man, like really, I I don't like that. I don't I don't like any of the segments with Stephanie or McFoley in general. I, there's not a single one that I thought Oh, that absolutely made the show better. Or anything like that. So, anyway, uh, Bailey refuses to do it. But only after Sasha comes out, which was was kind of weird, it would have been stronger of Bailey to just right away say, oh, no, hell no. And then Sasha comes out and is like, yeah, you go, girl. I don't, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Charlotte comes out and she's mad that Bailey didn't relinquish the title. And then we end up with Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks wins with the Banks Statement. And I guess Sasha's leg is okay. Did she still have the brace on when she first came out? I don't know. I don't know. But probably my favorite uh, individual move, other than the main, the whole main event of this episode was, was awesome. But uh, Charlotte did this somersault leg launch thing to fling Sasha across the, the ring. I, I don't even know what to call that other than what I just did call it. But yeah, that, that was really cool. Um and then <laughs> Dana Brooke comes out to help uh Charlotte. Uh she's like casually jogging down the ramp and kind of doing like a oh, we, I, I, no we i nobody would understand how I described how I describe this. There's a thing that the Blue Devils do in visual warm-up sometimes, and it looked like she was running like that. Um except forwards. They do like a backwards run where they swing their legs out to the sides um that's kind of what she was doing but forwards it's like what that is not that is not a uh a method of transportation that is a dance related exercise anyway uh, she's like slowly jogging down the lane down down the, the ramp and then Bailey <laughs> runs up and takes her out and she just falls flat on her face so funny. I think I watched it at least five times. Maybe ten, maybe twenty. Just wha-bam. do 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 Wha-bam. Amazing. Amazing. Uh if if the whole episode just consisted of, of those ten seconds, then I would give this the best the best score I've ever given anything. But there's like another two and a half hours of stuff other than that. Um up next, we had an uh, interview with Sammy Zayn uh, talking about Kevin and Samoa Joe. Uh, it's g- kind of expected that uh, he's going to get attacked. We have a, a match between Kevin and Sammy, which should be a lot bigger of a deal than it ended up being. Uh, we've seen them feud before, and it was like no real mention of that, other than Sammy's interview. Kevin. Well, I guess Kevin's in a whole different state of mind now. He's like, ugh, whatever. Who cares? I'll I'll, I'll beat him. I'm going up against Goldberg. I'll beat anybody else, whatever. Um, but he doesn't even, well, he does fight him. But before he fights him, Samoa Joe attacks Sammy uh, during his entrance. Uh, he screams into his face, this is your world now. Blah, 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 pow Those are the sounds of his punches and also the wobbling of his uh his body but <laughs> that's the sound my when i was doing that i wasn't actually making that with my m- mouth that was the sound my uh my torso was making um so uh kevin just dominates him after that this, the match still goes on sammy just get out when you get beat up before a match just get out of there get out of there you'll, you'll you'll have a match some other time when you haven't been beat up before it, but he never really doesn't not get beat up before the match, so it's uh I, I, it's part for the course I suppose. Uh, so Kevin beats Sami Zayn. All right. Uh, next up we had a segment where Mick is standing up to Stephanie, is yelling, and I did not enjoy watching that. Then we had a rap video starring Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Um, I. Okay, so when I the the episode aired, I was I was working that evening, and I decided, okay, I I kind of want to know what happens. I'm impatient. I don't want to wait all the way until the Hulu version is posted. Um, I'm gonna follow all of WWE's tweets. So between WWE and WWE Universe on Twitter, they broke down. It's like a beat by beat transcription basically with uh with gifs and with uh occasional video clips of the entire show so i caught all of the the best highlights i thought and i kind of enjoyed it more over twitter than i did actually watching it um but when i actually watched it i already knew what was going to happen so that's that's kind of part of it um but yeah when, for the brock and paul segments the interview it was initially an interview with with uh with michael cole um but it becomes this weird rap video looking thing where brock is right up at the camera staring into it staring into everybody's souls as paul Heyman hypes it, hypes them up but uh all i saw were still images from this and each one Brock was progressively closer to the camera. I'm like, with <laughs> ah, 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 and uh, it, it seemed like uh, they're they're in some type of music video, and uh, it it could be possible to dub uh, dub st- something over that because you don't see Paul Heyman's mouth for a, a lot of it. So you just line up the parts where his mouth is visible with uh, whatever music you write to it, and maybe I'll do that someday. It would be fun. Next, the main event, Braun Strowman versus The Big Show. Such a such an entertaining match. These two gigantic guys going at it. Ah, check this out. If you only watch one segment from this episode, watch the main event. Um, we had some great moments, including a kip-up by uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, we also had a few top rope moments or not, not necessarily top rope, but, uh, off of the ropes. And, uh, we got a win by Braun Strowman after he couldn't put him away with one power slam. He had to hit him with two. And that was after Braun Strowman was already hit with a a choke slam that he kicked out of the KO punch that he kicked out of. And uh, they're still both able to go at it. If Braun Strowman isn't able to absolutely destroy Roman Reigns at Fastlane, nothing in the world makes sense. Braun Strowman has to destroy Roman Reigns. He has to. And where do things go from there? I don't know. But uh, if Roman Reigns wins without cheating... I think maybe he'll use a chair. Maybe that's what we are getting hinted at with that uh, that two on one match. That Roman Reigns isn't afraid to to cheat. Now that he'll 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 use whatever means he can. Which I don't know. I don't know. But this match fantastic, fantastic. Check it out. You don't want to miss it. Um. But then Roman comes out after he's won and then uh, Strowman destroys him. He has to destroy him at Fastlane. Please, please, please. Or maybe that destruction is what lights the fire even more for Roman Reigns. And uh he he orders like an exoskeleton. So he comes out in like a Gundam uh mobile suit, whatever. And, uh, he's, he's like throwing punches like a robot, like rigging real steel style, except he's inside the robot. I guess it would be, if it was real steel style, he'd be like in a control room with like controls on his body and then a gigantic robot outside, whatever. If, if we had a, (laughs) What 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 are the, are they kaiju, like a kaiju battle between a robot Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman and they're like knocking over buildings and stuff. Oh, that would be amazing. I would pay a couple dollars extra for that month of the WWE network. If they had that special match on there, uh, they should just do those. (laughs) Just have like weird, weird, silly matches. Um, wouldn't even have to be really the, it could be them dressed as other people like in costumes And, uh, then every now and then you have this, like, uh, these big giant guy battles with the, the, the foam skyscrapers and stuff that they're, uh, just, just barrel through. Uh, yeah. How much, how much more difficult would it be to do that? Just every once a month, get together, uh, have a couple of these silly matches and then put one out a week. Like on Saturday morning, like Saturday, Saturday morning silliness. I don't know. I don't know. Just an idea, just an idea. And if we do see that happen on the WWE network, this is the episode that they listen to, to, to get that idea. Um, anyway, uh, let's, let's, let's move on to SmackDown. Actually, before that, I've been trying to do main events before SmackDown because it's the raw roster folks kind of keeps things together. Um on main event this week, again this is episode 230. This is a really long episode. If I had recorded this on Friday, I would have done this much of the episode so far in in half the time. So uh but I also have a monthly storage quota that I've not anywhere close to filling up yet and I have about 24 hours to uh, put as much up, so that I don't miss out on the full value of the month. Over on Libsyn, Libsyn.com. great for podcasts. Using, I don't have a promo code or anything. Uh, just, it's it's good. It's solid, solid good stuff. Libsyn, L I B S Y N. Um. Oh yeah. Speaking of L I B S Y N, the B S part. Uh, if Bro- Braun Strowman and The Big Show got together as a tag team, uh, they have to be called Double BS. Double BS, or two BS? That doesn't that doesn't sound the same. That sounds a little bit like IBS. Double BS is is uh the the profane version. Okay, although IBS is also a, a related thing. It's just not profanity. It's still it's still unpleasant, though. Um, irritable bowel, bowel syndrome, of course, if you didn't know. And then, you know, you know what BS is. I don't, know, I'm not gonna, I don't swear on this show. I'm not going to start, at least not with uh, S and and above and greater. This is network television level cursing, if at all. Damn it. Okay, Uh Let's talk about main event now. We had Bo Dallas defeats Sinkara with a cross-body counter. Um, And that was was kind of uh, well done. Um, But he really got it going when he got a fistful of tights to prevent him from kicking out. Um, Bo destroyed the New Day's ice cream plant. This whole ice cream New Day thing... I have no idea what's going on with that. It was cut out of that last, the previous week. Um, we had mention of it here. No, it was cut out of here also because they were with, um, uh, I only saw it on YouTube part, a little bit, a little bit of it uh, with Lana having stolen the plans uh, from the cloud or something. Cause she's uh, a hacker and uh, yeah, this whole ice cream machine. They, I don't know, I don't know. But apparently, the week before, Bo Dallas is the one who destroyed the plans, the physical blueprints or whatever. They talked about it in during this match, and I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess that's what's happening with that. Bo Dallas is in a storyline, uh, to some degree, below thirty-two degrees, actually. If it's going to stay frozen, okay. Uh, another thing I've noticed this before I've never talked about it. Uh, at least this particular Singkara mask uh, has very shiny eyes, like mirror m- a mirror uh, surface over his eyes. I think I think that's pretty pretty awesome. Very cool look. Um, Twenty eight minutes into this match, we had a cruiser wait, tag team match with uh tj perkins and cedric alexander versus tony nice and noam dar and uh cedric won the match for his team after he hits noam dar with a lumbar check and man that's execution of the lumbar check from both of them was fantastic dar is just bounces up so high off of his legs and then he is out cold after after he hits hits the ground awesome awesome um the the rest of the match was really good too uh we had some great kips and flips happening and my favorite quote from the commentary team during this match oh by the way our truth was on commentary again um for this week in main events and it makes sense because on uh I'll talk about that on two, uh the 205 live portion of this episode. Uh but I had a feeling last week maybe this means if if our truth is on again next week then Austin Aries is going to be back in the ring soon. Who are, who's going to replace him over on 205 live? I don't know. But I hope it's someone even half as awesome As Austin Aries Otherwise It's going to be a huge dip A huge dip Maybe Tom Phillips will will head in there And uh, we'll get The NXT team Back together again Plus Morrow Um, But I guess we'll have to wait to see um, What happens when Austin Aries returns to the ring Uh, Great suggestion from uh, Reddit. Uh, someone said that uh, he should just wear a headset. And call his own matches. And uh, and then do commentary for the, re- the whole rest of the show. I would love that. I would love that. I don't think it will happen though. Um, okay, let's see. Norton live update. Don't do this while I'm recording. Good lord. Man, is, you'd think it would be able to tell. be able to tell, hey we're actively doing something. Don't pop up this restart message. Stupid. Um, okay. Uh, oh yeah. My favorite quote from this episode was, um, that instead of saying a big left hand, instead, Tom said a big Southpaw shot with this. That's kind of hard to say. So well done on saying that, uh, very well. Okay. Let's move on to SmackDown, which I probably have about 30 minutes of talking about. No, I'm going to try to go through this quickly. Um, Naomi, uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion, is injured and going into WrestleMania. She might not be recovered in time to compete in WrestleMania. So the hard decision was made that she has to relinquish the title. And Alexa Bliss comes out. Daniel Bryan has to deliver the bad news uh it's a bit heartbreaking but uh alexa comes out and she says oh that was awesome that was awesome now just give it give it back to me because i can wrestle and it was mine before so just give it back to me there we go we did it and uh that was a lot of fun but then daniel daniel says uh no i'm not going to do that you're going to Fights somebody who is ready to wrestle who is medically cleared um not that she wasn't before but uh you know in in relation to naomi um becky lynch in a match right now for the smackdown women's title and this match was uh, a lot of fun i really enjoyed this match and it was one of many women's segments in this episode. There's so much from them this entire episode, and it was awesome. Um, Alexa Bliss ends up winning the titles. She's she's the first SmackDown women's, the first two-time SmackDown women. mouthful. You know what I mean. She's won the the thing twice, and uh, nobody else has yet. So uh, Alexa wins, but it's, it's not in... The most honorable way after uh, distracting the ref by pulling up the apron, he's over there fixing it. And Alexa jabs. She, she jabs Becky in the throat with both hands. It's like a double throat jab. And that knocks knocks the, the air out of her neck or whatever. <laughs> and um, Alexa pins her for the wind. And then Mickey comes out and attacks uh, but Becky fights her off, so Becky's standing tall. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. We still have a, a long ways to go, but now we have Alexa with the belt. And uh, is it going to be a one-on-one match, or a triple threat, fatal four-way, fatal five-way, six-pack challenge? I, I don't know. Probably not a six-pack challenge because they don't have six. Yes, they do. Yes, they do because they, uh, they could have Mickey. Becky, Alexa, and Carmela, Nikki and natalia except where uh Nikki's probably already tied up into a match. The rumor has it that uh she is and the seeds for that are planted in this episode and they're not like super I mean they're kind of obvious. They're it's not like super hidden and super subtle. But it's not in your face, like, oh, this is what happened. They just, like, snuck it in there with all of this other stuff going on. And I thought that was brilliantly done to bring uh, Miz, to transition from uh, John Cena, AJ Styles, uh, and Bray Wyatt, uh, now that he has the championship, um, transition from that into other stuff that... uh, Things get, get mixed up in this episode, and I like it a lot. Um, up next, we had American Alpha. They defeat Brizongo uh, Okay match, but uh, as soon as they start celebrating their win, the Usos come out of the crowd and are awesome. The, the, this promo from the audience so good, going back and forth between them, and they end with, that's not paranoia. That's the Usos. O's. awesome next up we have the falls count anywhere match between nikki bella and natalia natalia wins after Maurice gets involved uh, as they were battling backstage they broke a mirror that's bad luck who broke the mirror i think it was natalia who broke the mirror um so you know good luck with that it's every, everybody wish her good luck and maybe it'll cancel out at least a, a little bit of those seven years um now, the origin of that, if I recall, um, I, I read somewhere that it, the superstition of a mirror giving seven years of bad luck if you break one was because uh, servants at the time uh, when this phrase originated or the superstition ra- originated, um, if they ha- if they broke a mirror, it would take uh, seven years worth of their... Mirrors were so expensive and so uh, luxurious that uh, or maybe not, maybe they're just paid that poorly uh, that these servants would um, have to work for seven years to pay back um, to pay to replace those mirrors. So that's where that comes from. I think I think look it up. And if you find otherwise, let me know. Or if, or if you confirm that, that that is correct, let me know as well. Anyway, uh, yeah, she breaks the mirror. And uh, Nikki is sent through like a curtain. Uh, but along with Nikki, uh, she she takes with her Maurice. And Maurice just gets laid out into that little hallway there. And so she's mad. When they get back out the ring, she comes and attacks Nikki, who has the Nikki uh, or rather the, the fearless lock on Natalia on the ramp, but it's, it's broken up by Maurice who beats her up with a, with a pipe and Natalia gets the win. So that, that feud is over. I guess this is the conclusion of that, but now it's the whole thing with Maurice and Nikki. And the rumor is that at WrestleMania, we're gonna get the Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella, and I think that could be pretty awesome. Even though I can't see them, and it's fearless, and I, I don't, I don't know the other two real catchphrases that would fit with us. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm excited. The, the, the further seeds are planted during the Battle Royal. Um, okay, so up next is the Battle Royal. We have – I'm just going to go through the eliminations. Uh, Baron Corbin eliminates Mojo Rawley. And then Ziggler eliminates Kalisto. And then Cruz comes to uh, avenge his friend. He eliminates Ziggler. Um, Ziggler retaliates with a chair. He gets beat up real good. And then um, Kalisto. He beats up Kalisto with a chair. Then Corbin eliminates Cruz. And then The Miz goes on a uh, a Daniel Bryan impression run with a bunch of uh, drop kicks and then the yes kicks to John Cena, but he, he dodges. John Cena dodges the last one and takes The Miz out. Um, things go down between Dean and Corbin when Dean eliminates Baron Corbin and... As everybody's distracted by that, uh, Corbin hitting Dean with the end of days outside the ring and all that, the Miz takes advantage, sneaks in there and eliminates John Cena. The Miz has already been eliminated. How is that allowed? It shouldn't count, but it does for whatever reason. And, uh, <laughs> the Miz disappears in the crowd. Ha! You can't see me and all of that. Um... We got some great suspense on the apron between the three remaining uh, participants. We had, uh, Luke Harper, Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles, uh, Harper eliminates Dean and then AJ and Harper get eliminated at the same time. Eh, Yeah. Yeah. AJ was definitely hit the ground first, but whatever, just let's forget about it. It's They had to stretch it out a little bit more. We have five more weeks until WrestleMania. Um, so we can have this match between AJ Styles and Luke Harper for the number one contendership. Since, of course, as we remember from last week, Randy Orton refuses to fright Bray Wyatt. As this decision is announced, we get uh, Bray Wyatt laughing his head off that this is now the situation these two are in. So I'm looking forward to that match next week, even though getting to that match is kind of silly. Um, and, oh, yeah, just all, all of these great moments throughout this match from everybody. I enjoyed it so much. And uh, the sp- suspense of those, those last three in the ring, just so close to getting eliminated uh, with every single move. Um, get, get back in there, get back in there, get off the apron, get inside. And I'm talking smack, uh, Daniel Bryan's like explaining the rules to AJ and, uh, AJ's like, Oh, you, you have to hit both feet so I could hop around outside on one foot. Is that what you're saying? I would love to see that. Just AJ just hopping around on one foot and then get back into the ring. Um, I, if, If we don't see that in the next Battle royal that involves AJ Styles, I would be very, 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 very disappointed. Very disappointed. But uh, it's got to happen at some point. Only one foot's touched the ground. Uh, Who am I impersonating? Who has that voice? Only one foot's touched the ground. I love it, Mara. I I guess that was JBL. Anyway, uh, SmackDown... Awesome this week. Even more awesome. Talking smack. We had a great interview with Becky Lynch. Uh, she calls Alexa a C-word, a cheater. Uh, we have a an, an attempted start to a peacock chance. Or at least Renee thinks that it's being attempted. But Daniel refuses. It's not like Daniel Bryan to refuse to start a chance. We're all about the chance. The the desk slamming chance on talking smack. Uh, Daniel Bryan says Mick Foley can suck it. That was great. Uh, we're busting bubbles. The talking smack is all about busting some bubbles now, and I love it. I love it. We had the Usos on. They were mad about everything that happened with Naomi, um, but also as soon as Daniel. Flipped it around. He's like, "What if Amer- American Alpha were injured and couldn't defend the title?" Uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, I think you should take the bell away from them right away? Yeah, make it happen." But no, don't no not for not for Naomi. Um, that was great. Uh, and then we had AJ on there again with the Ronin hair, samurai hair. The, the Ronin storyline is in the works. It's definitely happening. I mean. Uh, think about it. if it is going to be AJ versus Shane at WrestleMania, which is another rumor going around and it's kind of being set up that way that he has a huge problem with how things are being operated. Daniel Bryan is, is sending the complaints up the chain. It's like, I answer to people higher than me, Shane McMahon. And yeah, it's, he's going against the authority just like, uh, Ronin are going against uh, Society or whatever They're separate from the Samurai way And uh, it's kind of like that It's a little bit Maybe we'll get even more Strongly into that and maybe As That develops He will start to wear his hair like that Actually in the ring which would be So badass <laughs> Like it's super dorky when it's it, he wears it just down but when it's tied up like that, friggin' badass, man. So maybe maybe we'll see that. See that develop more as the Ronin storyline. Uh <laughs> there's the flat earth stuff. Tails. <laughs> oh, man. AJ's def- defense of it. He's like I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying there's, there's stuff out there on it and they, they make some good points. It's so funny. It's so funny. And then, uh, we end the show. Oh man. If, if this next episode has Renee and AJ hosting, I would lose it. I would freaking love every second of it. Um, so please, please do that. Please do that. Please do that. Um, but we end with Renee and AJ Uh, if AJ is just there being, uh, belligerent, isn't really the word, but it just being a nuisance the entire time. And Renee trying to like control the situation could be so, so funny for, for just one episode, just one episode of that. I would love it. Um, the, the quote from Renee at the very end of the show, this show has rules. to AJ. after he's crumpled up notes and taken her, taken her phone and stuff. Uh, um, okay, man, it, it made me so happy just talking about that episode. Uh, I, I might go back and watch it again. The whole thing again. I haven't done that with, with anything before yet. Uh, as far as these shows go, I've watched in individual matches, but not like the entire episode. Um, okay. So two Oh five live, we have two more shows to talk about. This is going to be a solid hour long episode probably you know if you're listening to this you know how long the episode is because it tells you when you download it and you press play or whatever or maybe you don't maybe it's in a playlist and it just goes through it this is probably going to be another 15 minutes actually these these two episodes not a whole lot to talk about uh, we had the brian kendrick versus akira tozawa brian kendrick wins via count out after he traps tozawa's foot under the ring he ties up his foot into the 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 wrappings of the of the apron, not the apron, of the mat. It's tied to the beams underneath. So uh, that's, that's a dirty trick, and it worked so much better than um, the uh, the feigned attempt at tying TJP's uh, wrist to the ropes um, back at, was that Survivor Series? Whatever the match was where the Brian Kendrick won the Cruiserweight Championship um it was it was a very clever idea a great plan from the man with the plan but it it didn't work out it didn't actually work um anyway yeah clever way to keep your opponent out of the ring and uh, since it was being done out of view of the ref uh the ref couldn't call him on it and <laughs> he took a he took a couple minutes trying to get tozawa back out of there um so yeah i'm enjoying this feud um Who would side with – I could see Tozawa and Tajiri joining forces against the Brian Kendrick, but who would Brian Kendrick have on his side? Would he have to lower his standards and recruit Noam Dar? Um, Noam Dar, I don't think he would go along with it, although he did try to uh, team up with Neville. He, He tried his best he 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 really tried his best. I found this pin on the ground by the equipment truck while I was out in California, and it was a world record attempt a Guinness world record attempt pin. It was a little tiny thing, and uh, I gave it to Logan and I said, "Hey, hey, here you go. You tried it It was a highlight it was the highlight of those five minutes for sure um up next we had uh Noam Dar speaking of Noam Dar versus Mustafa Ali and I was I was baffled I wasn't baffled I was surprised I didn't I didn't expect Noam Dar to win but he did he won after uh hitting a big knee on Mustafa and uh that was that was pretty cool Uh then we had a hype for another returning or an uh, an upcoming debut of a cruiserweight superstar and uh, who hyped up the video? Austin Aries. And who was the video for? Austin Aries. And everything about that was fantastic. Um, and all of the calls, uh, because all of these clips so far have been from NXT. Uh, all, all of the sound bites were from either Aries or Corey Graves. So it's like this is very much like somebody putting on their own putting together their own uh, highlights package, and then and then putting it up there like uh it didn't have the real shine that uh these other ones have had and i think that was on purpose and it made it more enjoyable for me next up we had jack Gallagher versus tony niece who's back from injury minor injury actually he was back on main event last week um but he's now back on 205 live and uh this is a great match I'm really looking forward to seeing Jack Gallagher versus Neville. And they just all out uh, just pulling out all the stops. It's going to be so much fun. And this match was a lot of fun as well. Tony Niece and Jack Gallagher just going at it. And, uh, and of course, Tony Niece's abs. Uh, so yeah, th- this episode was solid. And that brings us to NXT. Uh, we open with the triple threat match for the number one contendership for the NXT Women's Championship between Peyton Royce, Liv Morgan, and Ember Moon. Uh, it was pretty funny that Ember Moon kept getting thrown out of the ring or just otherwise taken out of action. So uh, for the most part, it was it was a Liv Morgan versus Peyton Royce match with the occasional guest appearance by Ember Moon. And uh, Peyton Royce won. After a uh, bl- bridge suplex, a bridge suplex on Liv Morgan. Uh, some highlights from this match were a tilt-a-roll head scissors on Ember Moon, executed by Liv Morgan, and uh, then a freaking uh, sunset superplex on both of them, executed by Ember Moon. That was crazy. I, I, I it was. It took me by surprise, and it made me stammer like that as I was seeing it. It makes me stammer now, thinking about it. I was really, really, really cool. Next, we had Pete Dunn versus Mark Andrews. We saw these two fight each other in the second to last round of the UK Championship tournament, and this this match was a lot of fun to watch. the The match last week, the main event from last week, was uh, is still my number one nxt match recommendation but uh yeah this was this was still a a lot of fun to watch pete dunn wins with the bitter ends after he countered the shooting star press by getting his knees up uh we also got to see the stun dog millionaire and uh lots of hand stuff lots of hand stuff from pete dunn uh up next we had bobby Roode versus no way jose Bobby Roode won with the glorious DDT. He retains the, the NXT championship. Uh, we had some spinny slappy stuff at the beginning from Roode. And then also a nice little dance arm ripple thing. Um, that was probably the best moment from, from the episode. Other than that freaking oh, that, that superplex out of out of nowhere. That was great. Um, and then Oh no Cassius Ono oh Comes out, saves Noé Jose from a post-match beatdown, and challenges Bobby Roode to a championship match. Bobby Roode says, "All right, let's do it right now." Then take off your jacket, and I'll uh, we'll fight, we'll fight for it. And uh, Bobby Roode at- takes advantage of the jacket removal and attacks Cassiano's leg, and a brawl ensues, and in shoes, as. Ono's shoe came off, and he uses it as a weapon towards the end. So a pretty fun ending to the final episode of this week. Um, So yeah, pretty good, pretty good week overall. Raw is probably at the bottom of my list, and then Main Events, and then NXT, then 205 Live, then SmackDown Live, and top of my list, Talking smack. Let me know what you thought about all of these episodes by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else to site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Come back on Friday for my episode about week 9 of WWE 2017 as we head into Fastlane which will have its own episode. So stay tuned as well for my Fastlane predictions. Uh, I, I'm pretty excited for Fastlane. I'm more excited, of course, for WrestleMania. And then what do we have after that? We have Backlash and uh, Payback. So back-to-back, back-to-back back backs um, coming off the back of WrestleMania. The WrestleMania back, back, back. Okay, that's it for now. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you real soon out on the mat in the ring between the ropes, something, I don't know.